Hello, everyone, and welcome to That's a Dumb Roll Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about the drop third strike rule. Now, a lot of people probably don't know this rule, or maybe some do, but what is it defined as in the baseball rulebook? In section 5.05, subsection A, note 2, it says the batter becomes a runner when the third strike called by the umpire is not caught, providing, number one, first base is unoccupied, or, number two, first base is occupied with two outs. Okay. Well, again, some people know this rule. I personally remember having this be a moment of chaos when you're playing Little League and you just pick this rule up and it's like, oh my gosh, you dropped the ball and run. Right. But how would an average fan approach this? How would somebody who's not watching baseball a lot, probably just turning it on on Saturday, describe it? Yeah, so what it really comes down to is when the batter's up to bat and the pitcher throws the ball and it's strike three, whether the batter swings or not. If the catcher doesn't catch strike three, it's basically it's a live ball. Okay. And the, the batter can becomes a runner and they can run to first base. Okay. Uh, more often than not, the catcher will pick up the ball because they dropped it and throw to first base and the batter's out. But that doesn't always happen. Um, sometimes <laughs> the ball will, will skip away from the catcher. Sometimes it'll go through the catcher's legs. A lot of things can happen. So believe it or not, you do see players reach first base safely even though they struck out. Wow. Well, with this, I know I I can definitely think of some moments where this happened, both just playing the game every day and watching professional sports as well. But what is some history of this rule? Where did it start? This goes way back to 1895. And and it actually goes back. I looked up, I looked it up and it it actually goes back further. So in the very, very early days of baseball, (laughs) And, and you're not going to believe this, but the pitcher used to stand about six feet away from the batter, and he would underhand the ball to the batter. I'm not kidding. Yes, it was all about hitting back then. The problem is the batters back then, some of them were so bad, they could not hit the ball. They could, even an underhand toss, they could not hit the ball. So they actually said, you know what, if you swing and miss three times, you can still run to first base. <laughs> And so that was that's how it was for for a while. And then in 1895, they finally said, "Okay, three strikes, you're out. But if the third strike is dropped by the catcher, you can still run to first base." Okay, so it's like a little, it's almost like a hodgepodge rule, like totally hodgepodge. So yeah, it's it's a recycled rule from like 30 years earlier Mm -hmm. that they wanted to keep in to keep the game moving with some action and some pace. When originally it was just because the players were the so bad. The players are so bad they couldn't hit the ball. So and they wanted them to participate. So like, okay, yeah. you can run the bases anyway, kind okay. of thing. Yeah. Wow. That that puts literally to shame. <laughs> uh, with that I know we're kind of commenting already, but do you have any extra comments on this rule in so, general? Yeah, so this is one I didn't realize until I looked it up, but if the batter swings and misses on strike three, catcher drops the ball. If the batter doesn't realize the ball was not caught and say turns and starts to walking back to the dugout the umpire can actually call him out really so the the batter has to make an effort to not only realize the the ball was dropped but actually run to first base okay but if they just don't realize it and they just walk back to the to the dugout then the umpire does have the discretion to say you're out wow that's one of those weird rules in baseball too like it's a rule but then a little add-on on on top of it to just make it a little more just oomph to it that you right. really not only are playing the game physically but also mentally you have to pay attention mm-hmm. you sure do 
So with that, we've gone over history, we've had some comments, but what are some notable examples of a drop third strike? The biggest one comes goes way back to the uh, 1941 World Series. Uh, wow. Dodgers against the Yankees. It was the Brooklyn Dodgers at that time. <laughs> and there was a drop third strike, and the batter ran to first base, was safe. That eventually led to a Yankee win. And the Yankees ended up winning the World Series that year. And a lot of it goes back to that one single play where the batter was aware of it and made a heads-up play and ran to first base. Wow. It's rare, too, when we talk about these rules that we have such a big outcome from a rule. Usually it's a win here, it's a win there. But in baseball, every game matters, especially when you get to October, to win a World Series on a drop third strike. Yep. It's it's inc- I mean, it's incredible. It is. So it with is. that... How do you feel about this rule? Is it a good rule? Is it a bad rule? Do you feel more neutral about it? I think it's a bad rule. Okay. I, I think I think that if the batter swings and misses three times, they should be out, whether yeah. the catcher can catch the ball or not. I get why it's in there, but I think it's one that was probably good to have in 100 years ago, but probably not now. Yeah, it's shocking to me that it's still there. Mm-hmm. I feel more neutral about it because I will I will say this. I enjoy a drop third strike here and there. When it literally goes through the catcher's legs and it's rolling to the backstop and then there's all of a sudden this panic because with baseball, the game has been criticized for being a little slow here and there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just like those little breaks in the game where it's a moment out of nowhere. But however, I do think it's an old-fashioned rule and I can probably do without it. Yeah. One other thing I just remembered is for those who might be wondering if that does happen and the batter does reach first base, the pitcher does record it as a strikeout. It is considered a strikeout. Whoa. Yep. You're just dropping bombs today, (laughs) man. Oh, my gosh. I'm, like, rethinking this whole rule in my head as I go. That's why I like recording these live right off the top, because I get to react to all of this (laughs) crazy stuff Greg digs off the internet. But with that, do you have any parting thoughts? Nope. I think that was, uh, that's the rule. Awesome. Well, thank you again, and thank you guys for listening. Tune in next time for another dumb rule.